Welcome to Talk for 12, a podcast hosted by the women at Orange Evangelical Church. These 12-minute episodes teach from God's Word and encourage and equip women in their daily walk with Jesus. Hi, I'm Eleanor. We're going to be starting a three-part series where a pair of women open the Bible together, read it one-to-one, discuss it, and pray together. And we hope it's a great encouragement to you. Each week we'll be looking at a different question that Jesus asks, and this week we're looking at the question, why do you worry? So we'll be looking at that question in relation to Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34, and I'm going to read that passage in just a moment, but first I'm going to throw over to Daniela to pray for us. I'm Daniela, and I'm going to pray for us. Dear Lord, thank you so much for the opportunity to sit together and read your word. We thank you for the privilege that it is to have your word in our language, and we pray that you will guide our conversation, and we thank you that you are with us. Amen. Amen. So Matthew chapter 6, verse 25 to 34. Therefore I tell you, do not worry about your life, what you will eat or what you will drink, or about your body, what you will wear. Isn't life more than food and the body more than clothing? Consider the birds of the sky. Then don't sow or reap or gather into barns yet your heavenly Father feeds them. Aren't you worth more than they? Can any of you add one moment to his lifespan by worrying? And why do you worry about clothes? Observe how the wildflowers of the field grow. They don't labour or spin. Yet I tell you that not even Solomon, in all his splendour, was adorned like one of these. If that's how God clothes the grass of the field, which is here today and thrown into the furnace tomorrow, won't he do much more for you? you of little faith. So don't worry saying, what will we eat? Or what will we drink? Or what will we wear? For the Gentiles eagerly seek all these things. And your heavenly Father knows that you need them. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things will be provided for you. Therefore, don't worry about tomorrow, because tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. I find this passage so encouraging. Our God cares about not just the big spiritual things of our lives, but also the small physical things. I mean, relatively small in comparison to the spiritual. It makes perfect sense because God created us human. He's not surprised that we have physical needs. But it's also got a challenge in there that we need to be careful about where we worry, where we put our focus and our worries in life. Mm. And I think it's really interesting how... We live in one of the most wealthy countries in the world and we are so well provided for and also we live in one of the most well-off generations of all history and yet we still are plagued with worry for our physical needs and material well-being. I feel like that kind of demonstrates to me that it doesn't matter how much we have, we're always going to be worried and preoccupied with this thought of the physical needs that we need to meet and I feel like... It's not like you get to a point where you have enough and you're going to be satisfied. Like we're always going to be preoccupied with our material needs. Yeah, I think that's so right. I'm often struck after we go grocery shopping at just how wealthy we actually are. But you're right. It's still something that occupies a lot of our thought space. And I think we can see from this passage that God knew that. Jesus is talking to his disciples about this because he knew this would be the condition of the human heart. Mm that we would be prone to being caught up in earthly things. Mm. But I guess the hard part for me is 
well, we do need to think about these things. We do need to plan how we're going to pay our bills and all of that. And sometimes that is a worry because sometimes there isn't enough money. Is Jesus saying that that's not right, like that it's sin if we're worrying about those things? Yeah, life is hard and and there are genuine things that we have to worry about even when we have so much. And I was a bit curious about the word anxiety, so I looked into the Greek behind it and apparently it's more to do with this idea of what your mind is occupied with, what your thoughts dwell on, what consumes you, this idea of preoccupation with something rather than a feeling or state of being anxious, which I think was helpful for me in in realising Jesus isn't saying these things don't matter, that we won't have real worries. Jesus provided for the physical needs of the people that he met, but he's actually just saying you don't need to be occupying your thoughts with this constantly. So this idea of being preoccupied with these material needs rather than feeling anxious about them. Mm. Yeah, I think that makes sense. And it also is not surprising because, as always, God is more concerned with the state of our hearts. It's not if we have these things on our minds that's the problem. I think we can understand a bit better what Jesus is talking about when we look at the rest of the passage. Mm. Jesus has given his disciples a bunch of examples of what it looks like when men use spiritual practices to elevate their status among people and also the way we use material things to make us feel secure in this life. And I think that's what actually Jesus is really getting to the heart of Mm. is where is your heart in relation to money and earthly things? Yes. And I think that's a great point because I was looking at verse 32 and this idea that the Gentiles seek after these things. By the Gentiles, he's kind of saying anyone who doesn't know God, in our Mm. context, we can take that to mean anyone who doesn't know Jesus. And that's right. If you don't know Jesus, then it really does all fall apart. There's nothing more than just the physical, material stuff that we can acquire for ourselves, the status that we can build for ourselves, like you were referring to earlier in chapter six, the possessions that we can have, the wealth that we can build up, the life that we can make for ourselves here on earth. That really is everything. And, you know, life isn't more than the food and our body isn't any more than the clothing we wear. Like um, earlier in the passage, it refers to that. And I think we need to have lives that look different, that point to Jesus and to what we have in him that is more than just the material needs that we need to meet. Yeah, I think it's so important to remember that earth isn't our final destination and Jesus wants us to keep this world in perspective of eternity. He wants us to be secure in our identity as his children and not in the things that we have and remember that our ultimate home is in heaven where we will never want for anything. And so even if that's not what this life looks like, that home is coming because Jesus has provided the way to heaven for us. Mm. Verse 21 that we didn't read says that where our treasure is, there our heart will be also. The things that we value, that's where our hearts belong. Mm, And so our hearts belong in heaven. Yeah, and I think for me, thinking about that and applying that to my own heart, sometimes I can get really caught up in investing a lot of time in thinking about the news and things that are going on in the world and getting really anxious, I suppose, about what horrible things could happen to me and my family and the people that I love. And I've actually recently had to cut myself off from a bunch of the podcasts that I've been listening to and things just to take a break and make sure that my mind is focused and preoccupied with the things of God and the promises that I have in him 
rather than on trying to solve all these problems myself and getting caught up being anxious about things that I can't control and that I need to entrust to God knowing that he has got it and that he cares about the little details and the big things and he has a great hope for me in heaven that is unshakable and I want to be placing my thoughts and my mind and my energy into that not into being anxious about what's going to happen to the world. Yeah I think I can certainly relate to that that applies to my life as well and I'm also encouraged to just keep eternity in mind when I'm living my day-to-day life and remembering that it's good to plan and be wise with our money but that's not where my security or my family's security lies. I think it's particularly relevant in our uncertain economic times at the moment which is unusual for our generation. It can be easy to worry and I have found myself worrying recently about what the future is going to look like particularly in terms of these material things Mm. and yeah it's a really important reminder that actually everything on this earth is passing away Mm. and my hope and my family's hope is secure in Jesus no Mm. matter what. Yeah that's really encouraging. I might just pray for us now as we reflect on the passage and let's pray together. Heavenly Father, we thank you that you are a trustworthy and steadfast God. Lord, we thank you that Jesus has defeated sin and death and that we can have a confident hope in eternity with you. Father, help us to trust you. Help us to find security in you, bring our worries to you. And we thank you that you care for all the things in our lives and that you have got this. We pray all this in your son's great name. Amen. In the next episode, Jill and Chris are going to talk for 12 from John chapter 21, where Jesus asks Peter, do you love me? I hope you can join us. We hope you enjoyed this episode of Talk for 12. For the show notes and resources of this episode, or to email us, visit the podcast website at oechurch.org.au forward slash talk for 12. That's the number 12 in numerals one, two. Thanks for listening. We hope you join us next time.